We're Jill and Jenna, sisters who believe that gut health is the baseline required to live your best life. But health is way more than that. So we've made it our mission to take a deep dive into gut health, mental health, fitness, nutrition, and more. Interviewing experts, having real conversations, all while making sure all of the information is digestible. Welcome Welcome to to our our Gut Talk. Talk. This episode is sponsored by Paleo Valley. Jill and I have coined the term hashtag BYOS, aka bring your own snacks for a reason. We have many favorite snacks that we bring with us when we travel or away from home for many hours or just want to grab a quick snack during a busy day. One of my current favorites is the Paleo Valley Beef Sticks. They're 100% grass-fed and grass-finished. They're fermented, which gives a source of probiotics that we love. They taste amazing and are a great protein snack to grab on the go. I've always been a beef stick girl, but when I was younger, my beef stick of choice was Slim Jim's. Little did I know that they contain mechanically separated chicken parts. Gross. Also, virtually every meat stick on the market is made with a processing agent called encapsulated citric acid. That's why I choose Paleo Valley beef sticks with 100% grass-fed beef that contains more calcium, magnesium, potassium, zinc, iron than grain-fed beef. And they use old world methods of fermentation, which gives the beef sticks a long shelf life without harmful acids and chemicals. Paleo Valley also has other amazing products like superfood bars, bone broth protein, organ supplements, and more. This company is so high quality. We love their standards. As for my beef sticks, I love the original and the jalapeno, which gives a hint of spice, but not too much. You'll always find me with one of these in my purse. Of course, we have a discount code for you. You can head over to paleovalley.com slash gut talk for 15% off your first order. That's paleovalley.com slash gut talk for 15% off your first order. Of course, we have it linked in the show notes. Hello, Jilly. Hello, Jenna. And hello, gut talk fam. We have an episode today all about hair. And here's the thing. I had no idea how to maintain my hair. Jenna has less of an idea than I definitely did, but we both learned so much today. If you don't know, we both have a ton of hair. So we had so many questions. It was almost like a personal episode for like helping ourselves. It is. And Jill likes to call me Hagrid. And while it's a very endearing thing and I'm honored, I need to get Hagrid under control. Which is a Harry Potter character. Look him up if you're not aware. He's got a lot of hair and it's, well, frizzy at best. Exactly. So on today's episode, we have Taylor Rose. She's a certified trichologist and an expert on all things hair care, especially in the realm of hair loss, scalp detoxification, hair regrowth, and your general do's and don'ts when it comes to taking care of your locks. We're super excited to bring you this episode because we had so many questions when it came to taking care of our hair. Jenna and I were talking about this and it's like no one really talks about how to truly take care of your hair and we definitely didn't know this as a kid. Especially when it comes to hair loss, which we talk about on this episode and address the things that you should be doing when it comes to it. And as Jill mentioned, this is a very selfish episode for us because we had so many burning questions, but we knew if we had them that you all probably had them too. I have already changed so many things about my hair care routine just based off of what Taylor told us in the episode last week, and I already noticed differences. So the really cool part about this is after listening to this episode, you can immediately take action. And the one tip she shares is about how she shampoos her hair in the shower. 
I did it last week. So did I. And I literally, wait, you did too? I did too, yesterday. Did you notice a difference? Absolutely. I'm telling you, it's so exciting and I like can't wait to wash my hair again. Same. And lastly, we just wanted to say that hair loss is very prevalent these days, especially with all the excess stressors that we're dealing with. And although that Jill and I don't deal with it specifically, we absolutely feel for those who do. So we definitely talked about it and made sure that Taylor told us about ways in which you can address hair loss, people you should see. She's a certified trichologist, so she deals with this day in and day out. And we just wanted to be sensitive to this topic. I think this is something everyone can improve upon. And I know for me personally, I definitely have a lot of steps to take. So let's get to it. And without further ado, please welcome Taylor Rose on Gut Talk. Like Jenna said, we're so excited to have you on today. I mean, as you can tell, we both have like really long hair. We have a ton of it. Some of us use more products than others. We don't know what products to use. We have so many questions. I think it would be really helpful for us if you could just give a little bit of background. Like how did you even get to the point now where you even know so much about hair? Definitely. So my kind of hair journey started in 2020 during COVID, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was losing a lot of hair because of stress and some nutritional deficiencies and a lot of like different little things that were going on, but I would say mainly because of stress. And I started posting on TikTok and I was just posting my own hair regrowth journey. I had three followers and they were my friends. And so I'm like posting for my friends, you know, thinking like, oh, my my three girlfriends are going to go like, look what's happening. And it just totally blew up, took off. And I had all these women, you know, dealing with way worse hair loss than me with different types of hair, different textures of hair. And they're asking me these questions like, well, what about for alopecia? Well, what about for, you know, 4C hair? What about for this? And I'm like, I have no idea. You know, like all Mm -hmm. I know is my own hair and what has worked for me, which luckily that works. It was rosemary was the main thing. And luckily that works for a lot of people, especially when dealing with a stress-related hair loss or a temporary hair loss. But I just felt this calling, like, okay, all these women are asking me and they're all, you know, desperately seeking for help. And I know that feeling of being desperate and embarrassed by my hair loss. And I just was like called to go learn more so I could answer these questions and help these women. Yeah, that's awesome. I think you said rosemary, so maybe that's where we start there. Talk to us about, is it's rosemary oil, I'm assuming? Yes, there's okay. there's rosemary oil and rosemary water. Um, I use both, but I I would say the oil works better for sure. And what does it do? Like, how does it how does it help your hair? So it stimulates blood flow. Okay, help. Yeah, which boosts hair growth abilities. I feel like a lot of people are going to be here and they're like, okay, how do you actually know this much about hair? So before we actually get into like our specific questions, I really want to dive into how you became a trichologist, right? Which is how you know all this information, backing it by science. You're not just someone who's like done a lot with their hair and then all of a sudden knows. So what did you do when you took those next steps to become what you are now? Yeah, so I went through a program called IAT, which is International Association of Trichologists. Um, You know, it's typically anywhere from six months to two year program. When I did it, it was kind of in a, I was working at a finance job and I was like, okay, I'm just going to make the leap. I'm going to go all in. So I ended up actually quitting my job and I just did it. I think I did it in like three or four months and I just studied all day, like eight, nine hours a day, every day. I just cranked it out because I was like, okay, I really want to get this thing going. I want to start, you know, being able to support myself with this because I know this is my passion and I know this is 
what I want to do instead of finance. Um, so yeah, that course was kind of like the base framework for me. And then, you know, on top of that, just doing a ton of research on my own um, based on questions I get from followers. Yeah. And I'm not surprised you blew up because what we've seen with people, we personally have never dealt with any intense or extreme hair loss or really hair loss at all, which we feel very lucky for. But it's all over now. And you're following shows. Like people yeah. want to know these secrets to getting this luscious hair, especially with hormonal issues and stress and all of these things. So what do you see when it comes to hair loss, the main issues people are dealing with and why that's causing hair loss to begin with? Definitely. Um, stress is a big one that yeah. I see. And that can be, you know, a psychological stress, like a family member passes away or you lose a job. It can also be stress on the body, like you get in a car accident or you're sick or COVID, for example, or the vaccine, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be, you know, starting or stopping medications. That's a stressor on your body things like that. So, what about birth control? Yeah, I was just going to say, medication, yeah. like birth control. And, you know, birth control is a big one that causes hair loss. And it's kind of a lose-lose because it's like getting on it causes hair loss, but then getting off of it causes hair loss too. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you kind of... Right, you can't win. You it's can't so win. It's so interesting because I, like Jenna said, we have both have so much hair. Like we, uh, Jenna... Jenna is like, you know, the female version of Hagrid when she brushes out her curls. Like, and and like, that's in a way a compliment, like probably doesn't sound that nice, but like most women would kill for that. So we're appreciative of it. But I was thinking about it the other day on like what I already know about hair. And the answer is literally nothing. I think the only thing I was telling Jenna, I'm like, I'm so excited for this episode because I buy shampoo and conditioner at Sephora and I use the clean label, but recently I've been on the skin journey and I have learned that Sephora clean does not equal non-comedic or comedogenic. So then I was like, oh God, here we go. So can we start with showering, like shampoo, conditioner, how often? Because I think it's been really popular on TikTok to be like, I only wash my hair once or twice a week. So let's start there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How often should you wash your hair? This is such a funny topic because before I knew anything about hair too, which is like, it's kind of everyone's story. Like nobody knows anything about hair until they're dealing with hair loss. And then it's like, oh crap, I need to learn this right now. <laughs> I need yeah, to right. Panic. What's happening. <laughs> but before I knew anything about hair, before I was like really dealing with hair loss and I was just having kind of an oily scalp issue, I was kind of promoting that like, oh, train your hair, you know, like how to go longer between washes. And now that I know kind of the science of hair and the scalp, I'm like, no, that is like not the thing you want to be doing. It's really, yeah, especially if you're dealing with hair loss, it's all about keeping that scalp clean so that you can, you know, fight this hair loss and not have any oil or debris in the way. Why do you think that trend got started then? Like, do you have any suspicion as to why that became... I mean, I literally only wash my hair twice a week now because I saw it was so popular. That's a good amount. That's a good amount. Like, two to three times a week is totally fine. Okay. Um, As long as you're not, like, you know, doing crazy runs every day and dripping sweat, you know. What if you do sweat? Because I go to hot yoga all the time. If you do sweat, like, really sweat where you can, like, feel it dripping down your scalp, it's best to shower it off. Okay. For sure. And when you're doing that, you want to use like a really gentle, clean shampoo to make okay. sure you're not over drying your hair and scalp. Gotcha. Okay. So two to three times a week, unless you're sweating a ton. And like, if I am doing that or someone else says, is that okay? 
to be washing your hair maybe five, six times a week as long as you have like a clean shampoo. Yes, absolutely. As long as you're using a nice gentle shampoo. And that also goes for people that have, you know, a naturally oily scalp that need to be washing their hair every day. Okay. So then jumping into shampoo. Yeah. What is a nice gentle shampoo? Like what example? Yeah. Like what do we look for? An example, um, well, you're going to want to look for like a phthalate free, a sulfate free, you know, preferably a fragrance free. Okay. All of these like harsher. I'm actually about to put out a video that's like 10 ingredients to avoid in shampoos if you're losing hair. Okay, cool. great. So okay. we will we'll plug that. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll be perfect. Yeah. Um, but a good example of one that I love is the Seen shampoo. Okay. S E E N. They okay. Have like a, it's literally called like gentle fragrance free shampoo or something. Okay. And where can where can you get that? I think it's at like Ulta. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Great. Maybe even like Target too, and definitely on Amazon. And how important is conditioner? And how many times a week should we be using that every time we use shampoo? Yes. Okay. Every time you use shampoo. So you know, for most people, that's two or three times a week. Um, definitely important for protecting your hair from damage. And just at the bottom of your hair. Yes. You okay. can do, you know, as close as you can get up there if you want yeah. to tangle your hair, but don't let it touch your scalp because it you... can actually, like, clog your, your follicles. Do you put yours all over? Yeah. Oh. A lot. A lot of people don't know that, and then they're coming to me like, oh, I have scalp acne or, like, an oily scalp, and I don't know why. Okay. <laughs> Let, I want you to hear my logic because I feel like it actually makes sense. Your scalp, I feel like, is like your skin. And you put lotion on your skin because it gets dry. Mm -hmm. So why wouldn't I put the equivalent on my scalp? But it's not necessarily the equivalent. It would be like a really heavy, you know, (gasps) what it's doing is it's sealing the hair cuticle, coating it, protecting it from damage, detangling your, your hair so it's like slippery and it doesn't, you know, tangle as much. But on your scalp, it's literally just like clogging your hair follicles. Wow. Okay, that's very good to know. Yeah. I'd like to brag and say I absolutely knew that that wasn't a thing. Well, that's but your, that's your that's one like and only. I was going to say, that's the one thing that I know. Okay, so we're in the sh- we're still in the shower process. Are we double shampooing or are we not? I do. Okay. I think it depends on your hair type. If you have, you know, really dry hair and you're already like, okay, I want to, you know, shampoo as, as least that I can to, mm-hmm. you know, kind of keep this natural production of oil going, I would just do it once. Okay. Um, if you have an oily scalp like me, I do it twice just to make sure it's really cleaned. Yeah, because I think, and, and I love that you're saying this, like health, like anything, it's not a one, everyone does the same exact thing. Exactly. It's very much bio-individual. That's like the hardest thing when people are like, okay, how do I stop hair loss? And I'm like, well, it depends why you're losing hair. And right. That's usually, you know, three to four things. It's not usually just like one thing. Okay, that makes sense. So talking more about scalp detoxification, I have found in my hair is that I get buildup, really trying to go in and shampoo and like do everything. And then sometimes I'm like right in the back of my head, like, why does it feel like I didn't get all the shampoo out? It's like this waxy texture that she gets. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the deal there? Absolutely build up. And it's also, it's how you're shampooing your hair. So I'm assuming you just shampoo like normal like this. Like of course. Mm-hmm. Flip over. <gasps> do the upside down shampoo method. Okay. Which I have some videos on my page. Okay. That we'll look at it. Amazing. That changed my life. <laughs> really? Like totally Okay. I'm doing life. it next wash. Cool. Because right? yeah. how, how do you get so far in your life without ever learning how to take care Who's of your hair? Who's talking about right? this? Oh, like no one is. I mean. Like nobody learns about it until it's too late until there's like a big issue and they're like how do I fix this yeah (laughs) yeah 
we live in Texas and yeah. the water is really hard. And mm-hmm. so when we moved from Virginia, like my hair used to always feel so silky and soft. And then I got here and it literally was like the equivalent of a cactus, which is uh-huh. fitting for Texas. <laughs> I got the Jolie water filter. Yeah. How do you feel about water filters in general? Yeah. I love them. I think okay. 99% of people need them. I just actually moved to California from Michigan and it's kind of the same thing. I was, you know, I could see the buildup in my coffee, my kettle, and I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, I got to get, I had a filter, but it broke on the move and I'm like, okay, I need to get a new one. So I just got the Jolie one as well. And I okay. It. Okay, yeah. cool. I, I didn't want to, uh, I know there's a lot of different filters on Amazon, but I didn't mm-hmm. want to experiment because I was like, this needs to be fixed right now. And I will say, yeah. like, we're not sponsored by them or anything. The Jolie one was life-changing. Mm-hmm. I noticed yeah. such a huge difference. That's, it, yeah, same. Yeah, because, like, Texas water is very hard, Is at least it feels like it. And so our hair at the bottom was drying out. And, like, you can't tell too much right now, but it looks wavy because I just showered. But, like, I can get ringlets if I try and it was looking so defeated. Like, yeah. my hair was looking dull. I'm like, this is not mm-hmm. what I, you know, what I was born with. What, you know? So the Jolie has made a massive impact on us. So you use shampoo and conditioner. And then are there any other Holy Grail products where you're like, everyone mm-hmm. needs to be using a this or a that or multiple things? Yeah, so going back to kind of the scalp detox, um, I use a clarifying shampoo, which is different than a normal shampoo. It's a little bit more, you know, really gets in there, really cleans out those hair follicles. I use that, and I use the one by Odell, not sponsored. I just love it. It's my favorite product ever. I use that every other week just to remove any extra product buildup that I didn't get in my normal shampoo. Okay, Um, so you don't use that one every day? No, no, those are a little bit harsher. So you okay. don't want to use it every day. So a, so a gentle shampoo, a clarifying shampoo, a conditioner, what mm. else? Um, a hair mask. I okay. use a hair mask one to two times a week, depending how dry my hair is. I would say like in the winter, I definitely do twice a week. Summer, okay. yeah, probably once a week. Okay. Um, and I use, there's two that I like, and they're both by Mark Anthony. One is the Grow Long hair mask. And one is, uh, I don't know the name, but it's a like a bond repair one. Okay. I love them both so much. Mark Anthony. Why am I thinking that's J-Lo's ex-husband? I think it is. Is it? I I don't know that much about (laughs) it. I was like, wait a second. That name sounds familiar. (laughs) That's hilarious. Okay, cool. (laughs) What about, we both have curly and wavy hair. What about gels and mousses if we want to wear our hair naturally? Like, just kind of follow the same rules as the shampoo. Like, no, the sulfates, no... Uh, what's it called? Uh, Parabens. Yeah, like all, all of that good fillers. stuff. Are they, yeah. okay, can we take a step back? Are all of those ingredients fillers and not necessary? Or is there a time and place? Okay. There is a time and place. If, okay. Again, it comes down to your hair type, your goals. You know, if you're going for like a really healthy natural hair, if you're like, okay, I'm okay with kind of, you know, like for me, I dye my hair, which I know it's bad for it, but I'm okay compromising because I'm doing all this other stuff. Sure. I like how it looks blonde, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So I would say, yes, you can use all those products. Just make sure you're using a clarifying shampoo every other week to get that buildup out and shampooing really good when you shampoo. Okay. And are there any other products that you use around the shower time that may not be all the time, but something that you love? Let's see. I use a leave-in conditioner when I get out of the shower. Okay. And a heat protectant if I'm blow drying my hair. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. That one always, I always use those two when I get out of the shower. Okay. 
And that heat leads us into another interesting area. Obviously, heat's not good for our hair. So the fewer times we use it, say a week is better. Mm -hmm. Do you give any guidelines around that, around heat? Yeah, I I like to do no more than once a week. So I'll typically, I shower twice, or not shower, but I shampoo twice a week. And the the one that's right before the weekend is the one I use heat on and actually style my hair and Mm -hmm. make it nice. And then early in the week when I'm just, you know, recording and planning my content and stuff, I kind of just let it do its thing naturally. If you are going to use heat, always use a heat protectant. It makes the world of difference. Okay. Um, And then of course, there's like, it depends how much money you want to invest in it. But there's tools like the Dyson tools, which are, you know, designed to damage hair less. Got it. Yeah, I do have a Dyson. Yeah. Which is funny, because I I had no idea. I just... You know, you just follow the TikTok trends, and I was like, "Oh, exactly yeah, that it has less heat." Yeah, I had no. I mean, I guess I did you can because kind of tell. Right? I I use heat, and then I use the cool um, feature on right. it, so it's like only half the time I'm actually using hot air on yeah. my hair, which right. is nice. You know, it's funny too, as we're talking about learning about all of these things. I do remember when I was younger, I was told don't use your straightener as much as you essentially want to. So we're told these little things, but we're not told the overarching themes of, you know, how to properly take care. I'm going to transition into more of hair loss. And I know you you mentioned the rosemary oil, and I want to talk more about those things because it would be nice to just know all the things that we can do to, if we do have this issue, or if someone's listening to this right now and they're in this place of defeat, I don't know how to regrow my hair. I lost it due to this reason or this reason. Again, I mentioned that Jill and I haven't dealt with hair loss, but I like the slick back bun. And I know, I think I heard your opinion about it. You're, do you say no more than once a week? Is that your rule? Okay. With heat, you know, you don't want to be pulling this more than once a week. Well, living in Texas and having big voluminous hair, I'm, I love the slick back look. Yeah. It's like a necessity I in my life. I but I, I noticed, I was like, oh my God, I'm getting some loss right here. Uh-huh. And so how do I, or anyone listening, besides rosemary oil, what are the really big things that you, rec- or simple things that you recommend that we do? And I'm selfishly talking about myself to grow at least around the, uh, the scalp, but also throughout. So again, it's going to come down to why you're losing the hair. So in your case, okay. you know, traction alopecia. Mm-hmm. If that's the specific case, you know, yeah. it's hard because some people might start noticing it when they're wearing the model bun, but they're also having a nutritional deficiency and they're mm-hmm. also really stressed and they also were sick three months ago, you know. So it's like, it comes down to why you're losing the hair. I would say two resources I have, one being myself, you can book an appointment with me, mm-hmm. kind of get down to like, the nitty gritty what's happening and then we can see how to fix it because usually there's more than one treatment. Okay. Um, aside from that, I am releasing a overall healthy hair guide, which Ooh. comes down to, like you guys were saying, nobody ever taught us how to really take care of our hair and what mm-hmm. to do if these things start happening. Right. So that guide will have everything in it. Um, okay. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. All the different routes you can go down depending on why you're losing hair. So for your case, traction mm-hmm. alopecia, yes, like rosemary is great. It's going to stimulate that blood flow, get that hair regrowing. Daily scalp massages, really mm-hmm. easy. Just four minutes a day massaging your scalp. Um, that does the same thing, brings the blood flow to the scalp. And okay. then laser light therapy, like red laser light therapy caps, which I post about all the time. Those work so well. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And like, could someone like me, if I were to do at the base of my 
What like is where, this right here? Where your, your where your face meets your uh... where my face meets my hair for anyone who's not staring <laughs> at me like hairline. showing Taylor hairline. right now my hairline yeah yeah hairline, your temples yeah the, yeah I... Mary Woodwork okay what about castor oil are you a fan of that I am okay um, there is not as much science on it so Got I don't it. talk about it as much just because there's not really the studies to back it up but uh-huh. I do use it on my eyebrows and eyelashes and uh-huh. I feel like it works great okay. So case by case and figure out what works with you. I'm definitely going to do, okay, scalp massage and rosemary oil to get this thing back. Unless putting it in the slick back model bun, which yes. <laughs> is a little hard for me, but it's easier in the winter. I mean, even doing like a lower bun, like a slick it down, you know, oh, so it's not really as tight. As heavy. Up. Yeah. Not yeah. As heavy. Not to brag, but that is what I do. Yeah, it is. <laughs> But you're got it down. <laughs> Jill's a new slick back girl. Yeah, I I don't like. I wouldn't prefer to do slick back. I like to wear my hair air dried natural. But mm-hmm. living in Texas, Texas does make it so hard. Just because, yeah, I I do feel like my hair is just really gross all the time. Yeah. And actually, I was thinking about this a few weeks ago because Jenna, I think, has done apple cider vinegar hair masks mm-hmm. before, like homemade. Do you have thoughts on that? Another one that doesn't have a ton of research, but I used to do apple cider rinses when my hair was like, when I was going through a really oily hair period and I felt like it did wonders for me. No, I swear by it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's hard for me as like a trichologist because I'm like, I only want to promote things that are like, I can back it up. Sure. Sure. But it's like, yeah, for me personally, it worked great. The haters will start rolling in if you say something (laughs) that isn't backed by science. Like someone has like blacklisted apple cider vinegar from all things because she's that same way with your gut where she's like, there's not a ton of science on it. But if you drink it before you eat meals, it really helps with your digestion everyone we've ever blood had tr- and, and yeah and balancing oh. your blood sugar yeah mm-hmm. a little a little tip for you uh <laughs> yeah wait if you wouldn't just real quick because my friend asked me about it so um oh, what's her? the glucose goddess showed science and studies behind that but okay. organic olivia came out with gluco bitters which are bitters plus apple cider vinegar pre-meal digestive support Ooh. my friend recently asked me about them and i was like hell yes 100% approve. So. Oh my gosh. Wait, what's it called? <laughs> it's called, yeah, Gluco Bitters by Organic Olivia. Yay. Yeah, it's absolutely approved. I love that. Yeah, I feel like I definitely have some blood sugar issues. <laughs> right. When you when you talk about hair, you, you realize that so many other things are connected to it. Everyone's like, oh, I'm losing hair. I must be putting my ponytail up too high. Or energy levels. Oh, I must have just forgotten to get sleep. It's like, no, there's so many reasons why you can be experiencing these things and it's not necessarily what you think it is. So it's interesting to hear more about hair, not knowing about it like us. Yeah. And I know it's unfair to ask for like a general answer in gut health, but I would assume it's the same for hair, but I'm going to do it anyway. Is there any food groups or nutrient sources that just in general are great for your hair? Yes. Vitamin D is a big one Mm -hmm. just because a lot of the world is deficient. It's, you know, especially with how we are about skincare in this day and age, always wearing sunscreen because we don't want the wrinkles, we don't want the cancer. It's great, but we're not getting that vitamin D from the sun that Mm -hmm. we used to get. So vitamin D is a big one for women. Iron is a big one, Mm -hmm. making sure you have enough iron and then just a high protein diet in general. 
We love protein. We're yeah. big. We're yeah. big protein pushers. So that's so great. everyone just go after this and eat a steak, and it will be golden. <laughs> and get that protein, right? <laughs> exactly. We're talking about products and the do's and the don'ts. And yes, we can check out your channel, but we get sucked into ads just like everyone else, and we get sucked into what influencers are using. And one specific question that I have is. I use day hair. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. I have not looked into that one. You haven't looked into day. Okay. I've well, heard of it. I yeah. haven't had the time to like look into ingredient deep. Okay. That's a big influencer one. And I was like, really? hmm. Yeah. Cause mm. some of the big like influencer moms and stuff use it. it yeah. A big influencer has, I think it's her product. It's her. I was going to say that. Yeah. Um, I'm forgetting or liked a video or something. And I was like, oh, she has a hair care brand. I should. Check yes, it. exactly. It list. I just haven't checked. Okay. It. Look at report back when you yeah. look at it. And I want to know if that it's worth it or not. Cause it's so cute. It smells good. It's fun. And that doesn't necessarily mean it's normally the best ever, but I want it to be. I feel like yeah. if it smells good, that's probably a, a red flag. Or like, I was just going to say, I, I know. Like, breaking bad news. People are like, this is my like, holy grail. Check it out for me. And I'm like, ooh. <laughs> it's like deodorant and all of yeah. those things. And even supplements, you know, we're sitting here like you always want the cherry raspberry flavored, but I'm like, what's in that? Yes. Artificial ingredients, you exactly. know? So I know it's not about being perfect, but I think we can all take smaller steps to get to that better hair care that's also going to help our bodies and not be as, if you will, quote unquote, toxic to us. Yeah, agreed. I'm a big dry shampoo girl mm. because it, it helps my hair so much. Okay, you said same. So that means that like <laughs> as long as you're using <laughs> the right brand, then yeah. you're good to go. Using the right brand and, again, making sure to wash it out, you know, not having product buildup on there. Yeah, I feel like product buildup is going to be a big one for me. And I've seen those tools that you can buy that are just mm-hmm. kind of like plastic. It, are those good? I, what, what would you call that? Like a, like a scalp massager. Okay. I think it's like a silicone scalp massager. Yeah, those work great. I use it with my shampoo. Okay. I'm still a little bit stuck on the scalp thing. So we talked about detoxification. We're talking about self-massage and making sure you're doing all those things. If you're dealing with a flaky scalp, what are some things that you can be doing for that? Because I don't think people talk as much about dandruff because it's this taboo topic of, ooh, you've got dandruff. But I'm assuming if you have buildup, like you're most likely going to have dandruff or where does the flaky scalp come from? It can come from different things. It can come from, you know, just a dry scalp. Like it might just be flaking because it's dry. Mm -hmm. It can come from, you know, an imbalance, like a yeast. Um, It can also come from an oily scalp. So, you know, it's funny. So from everything. (laughs) But there can be like yellow oily scales when you have Mm -hmm. an oily scalp. So, yeah, it's going to come down to what it's from, you know. So like if it's an imbalance type of thing, like a yeast. My favorite's like a shampoo with a zinc parathione in it. That's an ingredient. I think like the head and shoulders, obviously those are not like the best shampoos out there, but they do have that ingredient in it. And if you're just desperate and that's what you can afford, they work great. What if your scalp is actually just dry? just dry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for that, there's a lot of like scalp serums that are kind of like an oil. Like they work the same as you put it in with the dropper and massage it in that are hydrating serums. Not to call her out, but I think mom needs it. (laughs) I was thinking of, I was going to try to not call her out, but not to call her out, but let's call her out. (laughs) Because that poor woman every winter it re- she really struggles with it, and that makes me think that it's dry if it's like a seasonal okay. thing. Yeah, yeah, and um, so I mean, you can she can still also use on top of doing a hydrating 
type of serum, she can also use a zinc ferritione shampoo. Okay. Just help get rid of the flakes, like, right off the bat, and then the serum can go in and work its magic. Wow. Okay. And, and do you do the serum after you do the shampoo? It depends on the serum. Um, okay. Some of them It'll... are pre-shampoo treatments, some are after the shower, and you leave it on. Just depends. Got it. Again, I know how that you are putting out something that's going to help us, like, know what to look for, and, and your Instagram's a good resource, but mm-hmm. I think it's it's just, like, the supplement world where there's so many products, and they all have incredible marketing, and you want to go and buy the cute one, or if I'm sitting here and I'm trying to pick a, a hydrating oil, what the heck am I looking for? That's a great question. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'll, I'll have to, like, guide you to the hair guide for that one. Just okay. So many different factors. There's so much factors. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It sounds like you you have to first understand what your problem is. Exactly. Just like, like anything your else. Your type and your scalp type, everything. Right. And I think maybe if you don't know where to start, at least from what you're telling me, the first thing I'm going to do is get the proper products, meaning like a gentle shampoo, a clarifying shampoo. I'm not going to put conditioner in my scalp anymore mm-hmm. i'm gonna get the little scrubber thing for your scalp mm-hmm. everyone might... just take notes right now yeah I'm, i think i'm gonna participate in the rose what am I, mary rose thank you I, what, why the do rose I, mary. I always want to say rose hip oil what is that from rose no rose hip oil is um skincare yeah oh okay yeah, yeah. like i said we're really focused on Sorry. skin these days trying to figure out it's so funny like when you're growing up no one tells you how to do your hair properly. No one really talks about skin. And then what makes it harder, I, no offense, Sephora, but clean at Sephora, I think is the most confusing label maybe ever created other than like when you're shopping for food items and it's like gluten-free, healthy, like it, they put in all these words that don't it's, mean anything. It's marketing anything. to a T. So many marketing things out there. Like, yeah. So like so is Clean at Sephora, is that something we should even pay attention to? Like, does is that helpful? I mean, yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it is a level of clean. You know, it's not going to be the worst product you've ever used. Um, sure. I don't know the exact guidelines for it, but when I was creating a hair product, which I have not launched yet, but when I was going through that process of making it, you know, fit those standards of clean at Sephora, I was like, okay, this is good. There's like a couple things that brands do have to pay attention to to get this label. Gotcha. Okay. That's helpful. If people want their hair to grow faster, is it like, oh, sorry, you were just born with this speed of hair growth. It's just not going to grow that much. Like what, what can you do? A big part of that is genetics, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. You know, sometimes I do see people that will start using the rosemary and they're like, my hair is growing so quick. It's never grown this quick. And you know, in that case, they just needed a little bit of stimulation up there. So gotcha. Yeah. Try that out. Okay. I remember when we were in like middle school, girls would use the horse shampoo. Yes. Right. (laughs) Mane, mane something. Mane and tail. Mane and tail. I think I used that at one point in my life. Right. I mean, I think we're all guilty. And I would be so curious to now look at the ingredients and see like if there's any validity to anything or if that was just like this really well spread rumor. I'm not sure. Yeah. I actually am going to look into that one because that's a good question. Is there anything else that we're missing Mm -hmm. where you're like, we haven't touched on this topic, but I see it all the time. I mean, I feel like just having a good routine is probably so huge and understanding rosemary oil and stimulating your scalp and the buildup. Actually, speaking of buildup, have you seen recently on um, social media these 
hair care studios where they go and they do like oh, yeah. not a scan, but it's like a camera that goes into your scalp. It shows you. Yeah, I do. What? Really? That's that's like what a trichologist does. All right, I'm coming to LA. <laughs> it's just oh. like a very advanced version of that. <laughs> Got it. So okay, so rewind. I can't believe we haven't asked this. That if someone works with you, are you physically touching their scalp? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Taking pictures. They're coming back in every couple months. We're seeing how hair is growing. You know, we can go in and see literally has this one hair gotten bigger or not. You know. How did we not ask this at the beginning? <laughs> I don't know. God, I, I'm, I'm putting that clip to the beginning. So, okay, so <laughs> well, so, in your defense, I haven't. I'm just opening an office. Like, okay, this, this hasn't even been announced yet. So I, this will be like one of the first times. It's been when I'm okay, opening my office in Beverly Hills. So I haven't been posting any of that type of content. Then you'd obviously very much recommend getting that done if there's some place near you where they can go in. What is it? Just a camera, like a HD it's camera. Not a microscope. Okay. So, oh, yeah. uh, that makes sense. So the hair follicles and like it depends. There's the the cheaper versions. They just are like a really zoomed in camera. But the ones trichologists use, they have like a light that you can literally see into the hair follicle. Mm-hmm. You can wow. see what's going on in there. Yeah. So you're looking at someone's scalp and then you're saying, okay, based off of what I'm seeing, this is the shampoo. This is the oil to use. Exactly. These are the hair masks. Wow. Oh, that's exciting. Again, see you in LA. Right. We're, we're, we're coming flying, next year. We're flying <laughs> out. Wait, that is so fun. I love that. I I guess that makes sense. I thought that you took it more from like a nutrition standpoint. It's both. It's everything it's, all encompassing. So we'll do blood work, you know, kind of see what's, what's going on there nutritionally. We'll do some lifestyle deep dive talking, you know, talk about genetics and see what's happening with the family. And then also we're going in and looking at the hair and scalp and figuring out, you know, what's causing this hair loss. Sure. Okay. Burning question for you. Yeah. Thoughts on hair supplements like Nutrafol? I love them. Uh, Okay. I would say they are expensive and they're not always necessary. So- You know, if you are great on everything, you eat a great diet and you're just a little deficient in vitamin D, take a $10 vitamin D, you know, Mm -hmm. versus this $230 three times a day supplement with everything in it. Like it can be overkill, but if you just really want to kind of get everything, you don't, you don't have the resources available to go get blood tests and you just want to hit everything at once, it's definitely a good place to start. Okay. Good. Sugar bear hair or whatever. I think that was when we were in like high school. Did you know those little gummies that the Kardashians always recommended? Oh, I do remember those. Yeah, that's when I think of Nutrafol. I think of like I think of sugar bear hair care or something that was, like, like that. First, yeah, that's the OG hair. I think it was just biotin or something like that. Cool. Yeah, isn't that funny? Yeah. Do you remember that? It sounds familiar, but I don't remember the I'm Kardashians. Shocked. I'm shocked you don't remember that. I remember like Chloe holding one up. Probably. They went through a very influencer markety phase, uh, yeah. I think, before their, like, big wealth came yeah. in, and they were, like, still really just play, which, good for them, you know? They yeah. they hustled, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there right. were some times where I'm just like, there's no way you use this. For sure. You know? It's always, like, so obvious when people don't. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. No, I've exactly. I've seen it for a year. I'm like, no, like, this isn't something you've used for years. Yeah. Like, we see right through you. This was kind of like a question and answer episode is what felt like, but I think that's exactly what we wanted it to be like we want people to just get the facts and hear from you this was a very selfish conversation yeah, for us because we're like but these are all the questions i have about my own routine and please answer every time i'm on a podcast it ends up like well wait i'm having this issue right, <laughs> right. i know i know 
Well, it's funny. You probably have a similar experience, but because we are the gut talk girls, anyone who is our friend, especially like in Austin, when we're out at bars or we're hanging out with people, it's like, oh, they have a podcast called Gut Talk. And then the amount of times I'm under the influence of alcohol or at a party where I have to scream or like a concert and you're like, how often do you poop? And it's like, you know, and you're like... It, like, it's so funny. It's, like, this very disarming thing, and you probably get it a lot with hair, where I'm, like, oh, my gosh. Like, people are – once they hear that you you do it for a living – You get a million questions. Uh, no, because I know myself. Like, I would be going to you and be, like, Taylor, I've got this one little spot. What do I do? Right. You know? So I don't blame anyone, but – I don't either. I'm, I'm the same way. Like, I'll see a dermatologist, and I'm instantly, like, okay, let's talk about hair. Right. 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 Yeah, right. <laughs> Right. I had some dryness lately. Do like... your friends like send you pictures of their shampoo being like, is this good? Oh, yeah. Like yeah. every day, I would right. say. <laughs> right. No, I it's think that constant. we need that, but like in an automated way. I know that no, there's... Yeah. Get well, on it. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Idea okay, good. <laughs> our, our friends, it's so funny. It's like, hey, like, I know this is TMI. I'm like, here we go. Here we go. Right. <laughs> well, it's, but, but, like, we're such geeks. I'm like, bring it to me. Right. You know? No, right. I love it. I'm like, I'm such an introvert too. So it's like, okay, I have something to talk about. I can talk about right. it. <laughs> right. I feel comfortable in this zone right now. Yeah, I know. I saw zone of comfort. I saw your Instagram story recently and you were just like randomly looking up something I think it was like on alopecia or something <laughs> like that. And I was like, she's just sitting there nerding out while like Literally. trying to like, watch tv or something yeah i'm like oh let's relax and watch tv i'm like "Eh, let's watch a hair video (laughs) right (laughs) completely random but are there any hairstylists where you felt like they've been really innovative in hair health as well you see a lot of hairstylists to celebrities who then end up creating their own lines because of the they've become famous like is there anyone you're like oh i love what they post not necessarily like a celebrity stylist, but his name is Matt Loves Hair. He's like one of my good friends. Okay. And he's a hairstylist, but he's also very into like hair science. Just, oh, cool. you know, in his own, he kind of geeks out over it too. So he's great. He, I don't think he practices anymore hairstyling, but he used to do like all the runways, like the oh, models, cool. their type of, yeah, their hairstyling. And yeah, he's very innovative. Cool. Um, besides that, just like brands like Dyson is amazing. They're super Mm -hmm. into the hair science and, you know, making sure things aren't damaging your hair. So I love that. Yeah. 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 See a lot of people using whey. Mm, Whey and what's the Olaplex have been big from what I've seen too. It depends. I think that's the theme. (laughs) Yeah. Olaplex is like saving my life right now, but that's because my hair got so damaged when I bleached it. But it's like, I've tried it before on my hair when it wasn't damaged and it was like very drying for my hair. Like Interesting. It was like the opposite effect of what I wanted. Do you use the purple one? I haven't tried it yet. I have it, but I haven't tried it. I should. Yeah. (laughs) It's supposed to be, it's for blondes like you, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. One time I bought purple shampoo in college because I like the color purple and I didn't know. And I literally was right about to use it. And one of my really good girlfriends, Danny, was like, Jilly, like, why do you have purple shampoo in your uh, shower? And I was like, I don't know. It's just fun. And she's like, you're not blonde. <laughs> I was like, okay. And she's like, no, that's like literally for blonde hair. And I was like, oh, my God. God. It would have been so yellowy. <laughs> that would have been so scary. That would have actually been terrifying. Oh, it I would have cried or something. And it was in college. So obviously that would have been the end of wo- the world for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I did that in college with... Uh... 
I did. There's like a version for brown hair. I can't remember. I think it's like orange or something or like it's. Oh, orange. really? And I used it just thinking like, oh, a fun color. It's like a, you know, a red shampoo. And then my hair was like stained, like darker. And I was like, what the heck just happened? Oh my gosh. I had my hairdresser was like, you can't use that. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I think we all have to go through the phases of just completely yeah. butchering what we're actually supposed to do. The last question I want to ask that is a burning question as well is hair frizziness. I struggle with that because probably not using the right products, but if we do the whole hair care routine that you mentioned, should we have less or Definitely do we do less? I okay. Mean, again, come down to genetics. It might just be how your hair is, but if yeah. your hair is like hydrated and not damaged, it should be less. Okay. Is there a certain product, like a wave spray that could be good for that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A lot of those, a lot of those sprays, like the leave-in conditioners, the wave yep. sprays, the curl hold sprays, a lot of those have ingredients that keep the frizz at bay. Okay. Because some, uh, our last name starts with an F. And so she's like, I, we don't normally like talk about our last name just because it's like, <laughs> I don't know, probably helps our family a little bit, <laughs> but like, she's called like frizzy because like, that's her like oh. nickname. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I mean, you can see it right here. It's coming out a little bit, but oh, I need some. I need some leave-in conditioner. I just put in the Gisau oh. hair mask or something. Yeah, we're gonna overhaul my hair. our hair care, yeah. and we're gonna come back and report back. Right. Yeah. Perfect. We'll we're have gonna be back in like six months. And yeah. Stuff. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Completely new question. This based off of our own problems. Yeah. Based on what's yeah. happening now. Or yeah. we could just book an appointment with you, but it's yeah, more fun to talk about it on a podcast. So. Wow. Well, okay. So where people can find you, Instagram, TikTok, and then I know you mentioned your new program slash book coming out. It's, yeah, like a guide. Guide. Okay, cool. At the Healthy Her, which is H-U-R. I love it. Yes. I love that. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I think we all needed this episode very much, including ourselves. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> if, if nothing else, you have really helped get right. hair. <laughs> you guys are going to be really great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>